Welcome back to Devore Darkens Live, episode number 141. And in today's show, we're talking about the three lessons you must learn if you want to master your mindset. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, everything you're getting in your life as far as your successes and your failures are a direct result of your mindset. I don't think that's a secret in today's times, although I do believe people still act like it is a secret. But for the people who have recognized that and you are seeking more clarification on what to exactly do about it to master your mindset, well, that's what we're going to dedicate this episode to you today is sharing three lessons that you have to learn if you're going to master your mindset. Now, I know these lessons personally because I've gone through them myself. And even when I didn't want to listen, even when I thought I knew better, I had to go through these lessons constantly to start actually learning them okay so what i'm sharing with you today is it literally can change your life and i know it did for me and i say that a lot so you you probably say well devore you're just saying that because you want to get our attention but it's the truth i do need to get your attention i do need to get you to see that what i'm going to say today can absolutely improve the quality of your life because it is the truth it's what happened to me. It's what's happening to my clients today. And it's exactly what can happen to you if you learn these lessons. So I'm going to share them today. And I'm telling you, you may want to write this down because you're going to love it. All right. Also, uh, your purpose in life is everything. If you're going to get up in the morning and feel like you're making headway in your life, feel like you're making progress, feel like you're actually doing something of meaning it's all going to come down to your purpose. Are you doing what you love to do? And guess what? In order to do what you love to do, it's going to require a mindset that thinks that way. Because to do what you love to do and to make that your life, you're going to have some challenges. You're going to have people who tell you, you can't do that. That's not possible. You can't make money. You can't be successful. It's mindset. So if you need help discovering what your purpose in life is, you can go to the link in my bio and download the free one-page purpose finder cheat sheet. It'll show you exactly how to discover your purpose, and it comes with a free video training of me showing you how to exactly fill it out, because how many times have you downloaded something and you don't even know how to fill it out, right? So I show you in a video. Now, also... For the person who's been watching this podcast for quite some time, you've consumed my content, you've had the thought or the idea that I really need to reach out to, to DeVore and I really need to work with him because I feel like he could help me. Well, you should schedule a life audit call. Let this serve as a friendly reminder uh, to have a conversation with me. I don't know if I can really help you. Maybe you love listening to my podcast and maybe that's it. Maybe that's all I can do is help you is just with the podcast. Or maybe you're that person that's ready for accountability. Maybe you're ready for someone to mentor you through this process of change and growth so you can get what you want in your life. Well, these lessons I'm going to go over today, I can tell you they required accountability in my life. They required me to reach out to somebody for help. And so if that's you, go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Now. What are the three lessons you must learn if you want to master your mindset? Lesson number one is understanding that your success in life 
is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. Write that down. Lesson number one, your success, and we can say failure too. Your success and failure in life is what? 95% mindset and 5% strategy. When you succeed, it's because of your mindset. When you fail, it's because of your mindset. It's not the strategy. It re- it's not. And as I get into these lessons, you're going to see why that is. Everything that you are, how you show up in your life, the actions you take, how you speak, how you walk, how you dress, the decisions that you make and what you attract into your life is a direct result of your consciousness, your mindset. Now, mindset is the very elementary term to use, but the real word behind mindset is actual consciousness. That's the actual word that I'm talking about. But again, lesson number one is your success and failure in life is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. Lesson number two, there is a huge difference between a lack mindset and an abundance mindset. And you need to know the difference. And obviously, you need to move over to the abundance mindset. Now, if you're like me, you grew up with a lack mentality. Why? Because your parents, they were speaking lack. You were exposed to people who spoke lack. And so that's what you know. That's your state of consciousness. You have to consciously and deliberately make a committed decision to change your mindset from lack to abundance. That's lesson number two. And lesson number three is your mindset is the computer operating system controlling what you're doing, meaning you have a paradigm inside of you. It's like another person that's in control and that person does not want to change. You've got to understand how to override your your paradigm. Lesson number three, you must learn how to override your paradigm and replace it. If you truly want to master your mindset, you got to override the limiting beliefs. You got to override the bad thinking. You got to override the bad habits and replace it. That's what lesson three is all about. So let's just giving you kind of what we're going to talk about here. Let's start here. When I joined the military, I already started to realize that mindset was everything because that's what they talk about a lot in the mind in in the military. Uh, when you go to basic training and all the other trainings after that you're going to have to go through if you want to get promoted in the military, mindset is the fundamental principle between everything that the military is doing. That's why they have something called the Soldier's Creed. The Soldier's Creed is you know what it is? It's it's basically this. Um, it's not a poem, but it's it's a creed. It's a statement that is in the present tense. It's just a list of affirmations. Okay. Now, let me read this to you, and I think you'll love it. Think I'm just going to read the first. Uh, let me just read the first two sentences. Because if you've been in personal development or mindset, you know affirmations is definitely a topic. It's within the Soldier's Creed. Now, I served in the Army, so I don't know what the Soldier's Creed is for the Marines and all that other stuff. But it starts off by saying this. I am an American soldier. 
I am a warrior and a member of a team. Uh, I'm sorry, I had actually skipped the first part, but I'm just showing you exactly um, how it starts off. It's a bunch of eyes. I am an American soldier. I'm a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the, of the United States and live the army values. There's nothing past tense about this. I will always place the mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined physically and mentally tough, trained and proficient in my warrior task and drills. I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and myself. It's, it, it continues. I'm, what is it? I am an expert and I am a professional. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the enemies of the United States of America in close combat. I'm a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier. You see, what is that? It's a bunch of affirmations. It's, and when you go to basic training, you have to have that memorized. I mean, they just, they're constantly drilling that into your mind. Why? Because they want you to walk around thinking this way. I am an American soldier. I am a warrior. I am a member of it. They want you to walk around feeling that way. So right off the bat, when you first join, this is the first thing you have to memorize. And you got to internalize it because if you're not walking around acting like that, oh yeah, they're going to call you out. They're going to know. And I'm, the military is just one of millions of examples. You could say the same thing for law enforcement. You could probably say the same thing for um, if any of you have been a part of a sorority or a, a fraternity probably would be the better word. Um, you've been a part of a sports team. Right? It always starts off with mindset. Always. Now, I'm just bringing up the military because, you know, that's my personal experience. And a lot of the teachings in personal development, you're going to find them in the military. You're going to find them in the military. So this whole concept, this first lesson of, you know, your success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. Oh, yeah, it really is that way. Why is it that there are individuals who never went to college? They can barely speak the English language. They're not really great at writing. But they earn millions of dollars. They're very successful with people. They walk into a room and they get shit done. That's all mindset. That's got nothing to do with strategy. And why is it that someone could get straight A's in high school, straight A's in college, even get a PhD and be failing in their relationships, living paycheck to paycheck and have nothing to show for their hard work? Why? Because it's mindset. It really is. And I saw this in the military. I used to see people who would have all the badges on their chests. And if you don't know what that means, just understand something. It's like these badges tell people, oh, here's the training that I went through. Or here's, I got deployed to this area and, you know, I was in combat and, and I achieved this and I achieved that. It's just really recognition to tell people kind of what your resume is. Well, you'd have people who were all decked out on their uniform. They got all the awards. They got all the ribbons. They got all the badges. 
but they're one of the stupidest people you'll you'll ever meet. And I and I don't mean that to be disrespectful, but really, you you can't help but scratch your head like, how did you even pass? How did you even get this far? And these would be the worst people to put in leadership, and, and people know it. And on the same breath, you'll have someone who has no badges and is an absolute superstar, knows how to lead people, knows how to connect with people, knows how to get shit done. It's all mindset. I saw that so many times. And you'll probably see this in your own family. You, you want to know exactly what I'm talking about right now? Look at your family right now. Who in your family probably didn't go to school, probably doesn't have all the social recognition, but they're living a great life. And look at the person in your family that they did everything they were told to do according to society. They may have some initials at the end of their name. They probably went to some nice school, <laughs> but they don't have much to show for it. It's quite fascinating. It's, it's mindset. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. You see, the body is an instrument of the mind. The body does not control the mind. The mind controls the body. That's why when I was serving in the military, they would always tell us, oh, you have more. You can absolutely do more. You can push harder. You can run faster. You can run longer. Because it's mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely you can. And that's when I first started to learn that mindset is everything. Because there's a line in that soldier's creed that says, I will never quit. And I really, I really took on to that um, when it came to my life and when I was serving is, oh, I'll, I'll never quit. I'll, I'll give it everything that, that I got. That's mindset again. And we'd have people that were, they'd show up to the training. First day, they quit. They were not mentally prepared. They did not have the mindset for success. They gave up immediately. We had people who were physically unprepared to be a soldier. They quit too. Or they got removed. Why? Because they were not mentally prepared. You see, they didn't have the mindset of preparing for the military training. They made all the excuses on why they didn't have time. So when they showed up, they weren't prepared. They got kicked out. See, I had the mindset going in that these guys cannot hurt me any worse than what my mother has done. Because my mother, she was not a very easygoing person and she was hardcore on me. Now, to give you guys some context, um, when I say my mother, I'm talking about the woman who adopted me. Now, if she was still alive today, uh, she would be, uh, she would be almost 90 years old. So, needless to say, I was raised by a different generation. So I had already had the mindset when I joined the military, like, hey, these guys, they can't do anything worse 
than what I've already gone through with my mother. Because my mother, I mean, she was always on me. And I would always remind myself of that. That's mindset again. I'm telling myself already, no matter what these people say, no matter what they do, no matter what's going to happen in this training, it can't be any worse than what my mother has done. So all the little games they would play with us mentally, all the little smoke sessions that would happen. I'm talking about when they make you do a thousand push-ups, you know, until you quit and throw up. Like none of that really mattered to me. That didn't really impact me because psychologically, the only person ever in my life that ever made me scared and had that impact on me was my mother. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was a mindset. Now, there are people, they, everybody has a mother, of course, but there was people who joined. Their mother was not that way. Their parents were not that way. So when they showed up, they took everything personal. They couldn't handle it. They, they crumbled under the pressure. And, you know, you think you'd feel bad for these people, but honestly, I don't because these are people that are supposed to eventually go to war and be responsible for another person's life. So, yeah, I would rather have someone who inherently has a strong mindset versus someone who has a weak mindset. And they used to always tell us, they'd be like, hey, you're going to be in charge of somebody's daughter and son one day. You need to get it together. And um, so anyways, that's why I didn't have a problem in the military. If I could look back, I would say I was the perfect person to be in the military because I had nothing. My mother had passed away in high school. I had no father, no siblings, really no friends. You know, my family was the military. That's the perfect person to be in the military because they know they can make you out to be whatever they want you to be because there's nothing to prevent that. All you have is the military. So that, that, was, that was my mindset at the time. So that's why for me, my mindset was I'll do whatever it takes because I got nothing left. I got nothing to go to. I got nothing to fall back on. And that's why I was really successful. And again, when I got out of the military and I had a juice bar, it was the same scenario. I knew people who wanted to start businesses. I knew people who had businesses. And it was terrible because their mindset was weak. All they did was complain. All they did was make excuses. They never got around to doing anything. Bad mindset. Bad attitude. On the other hand, when I look back, what we were able to do with the restaurant was absolutely amazing. Uh, we, we brought health to this area. It had never been done before. And uh, it, it, was, it was successful, but then we closed it when COVID hit. And we just decided not to reopen it because you know what? It wasn't my purpose. It wasn't what I love to do. So we had the mindset to let it go. We had the mindset to do something no one had ever done before in our city. And then I started this coaching business. 
it's all mindset at the end of the day. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for mindset, thinking for myself. Not quitting, not giving up, not making excuses, right? I'm telling you guys, it's all mindset at the end of the day. When someone says, I have anxiety, you know, I am stressed out. They have a weak mindset. That's what they're saying. Because when I served in the military, one of the things I learned was they purposely stress you out on purpose so you can acclimate yourself. So when things, you know, all hell breaks loose, you know how to respond with calmness, with focus, concentration, confidence. That's mindset again. Well, there's a lot of people who grow up and they've never faced any challenges in their life. And once a challenge hits, they're not prepared. So I could say, and it sounds like I'm biased, but really it's because it's my life. My life from day one was a challenge. Right? My, mother, my parents were drug addicts. I had to get adopted. I was passed around. So yeah, for me, I've had to overcome quite a few things. And so for me, mindset is more important because I know that's what actually helped me get through it all. Now, I also understand at the same time, there are individuals out there that they didn't go through the same stuff that I've gone through. And so they may not initially see the value in mindset. And you know what happens to those individuals? Something, a challenge, an obstacle takes place in their life and they realize, man, I really need to work on my mindset. So it doesn't matter how your life started, whether your life was like mine, where you faced a lot of challenges in the beginning, a lot of traumatic experiences, or you're a person where you didn't have any traumatic experiences, but maybe you've gone through something recently. It could have been a bad marriage. It could have been a bad business. It could have been something in your career. You got laid off, whatever it is. One thing's for sure, everyone is starting to wake up to the fact that mindset is everything. You are who you are because of your mindset. Your quality of life, it is what it is because of your mindset, the way that you think. So we got to learn these lessons if we plan on living the lives that we want to live. Right? And I really believe that anybody can learn these lessons and then live an amazing life. So let's get into them. Lesson number one, as I stated already, success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. Now you can throw in there success and failure. So why do people succeed? Because they think that way. That's mindset again. Why do people succeed? Because they make decisions. That's a mindset. Why do people succeed? Because they're thinking why it can happen. They're not thinking why it can't. Now, why do people fail? They're thinking why they can't do it. That's a mindset. Why do people fail? They believe it's not possible. That's a mindset again. Why do people fail? They lack decision-making. They end up procrastinating. 
whether it's success or failure, 95% of it is going to be based on your mindset. Now, what, why, is it, why is 5% strategy? Well, obviously, certain things that you do will need to follow certain principles or certain techniques. So there is some strategy involved, right? This podcast, there's a little bit of strategy involved, meaning the strategy is I go live in the morning, Monday through Friday. I tell you what I'm going to tell you, then I start telling you, and then I tell you what I told you, and then I give you a call to action, and then I answer your questions. That's strategy. That's what people say is the easiest way to communicate to give presentations, to do a podcast, to have a conversation, you know? So yeah, there's 5%. That's what this show is. That's 5% of it. The other 95% of it is my mindset, me showing up and believing that what I'm saying is helping someone change their life out there. Me showing up and believing that what I'm doing actually matters. Um, me loving what I'm doing. It's all a mindset, which is why I've been very consistent. We're on episode number 141. I can't wait to get to episode number 150 because I want to do something special when we get there, by the way, because I didn't do anything on the 100th episode. Uh, anyways, I digress. It's a mindset. See, the mindset I have today versus the mindset I had when I first started, uh, I think I had a podcast. It was about five years ago when I first started doing podcasting, uh, when I first started um, or when I created my first podcast, uh, that was five years ago. It's a different mindset today. That's why the other podcast seasons or series, they didn't last. You know, I would do a few episodes and then I'd stop. It's because the mindset wasn't there. So we know and we hear, yeah, mindset's everything. Mindset's very important. You know, you hear that. Um, but do you really understand it? That's a better question. That's a better question. Do you really understand it? Because if you don't, the results aren't going to change. And that's how you know where, where you're at in this process. Has your life been improving? Have you been growing? Have things been getting better? Are you feeling better? Are you more productive? That's all based on your mindset. So let's go to lesson number two. Lesson number two is there's a huge difference between a lack mentality and an abundance mindset. So how do you know your mindset's based on lack? Because you grew up that way. That's all you ever heard. We don't have enough money. The economy is too bad right now. Right? There's not enough jobs to go around. There's not enough customers. There's this, this industry is too saturated. Everybody's doing it. It's all a bunch of lack thinking. That's what it is. Listen, I know this better than most people because as a coach, I've realized that everybody and their mom is a life coach, right? 
Everybody's a coach. Everybody's a health coach, a life coach, a mindset coach, right? There's a lot of people who say that. And what does that got to do with me helping people? I'm never thinking, oh, there's too many people doing this already. What? No, there isn't. You know why? Because the percentages still stay the same. If you take a million life coaches, only 1% of them, if at best, are actually showing up every day. The other 99%, they're either inconsistent or they're not doing anything. They're not actually coaching people. You could take that same thing and go to real estate. How many people are real estate agents? Everybody and their mom's a real estate agent. But 99% of them, they're not really living the lifestyle of a real estate agent. They're not really making stuff happen. They're not really doing anything. So let's cut the crap in thinking that, oh, this market is too saturated. Everybody talks about mindset. Everybody's a life coach. Everybody's in real estate. Everybody's in fitness. Everybody's in health. Everybody's in credit repair or business credit. No, they're not. That's, that's lack thinking right there. Abundance thinking is, oh, there's, there's actually more than enough. In fact, we need more people talking about this because there's just an infinite amount of people to talk to this about. How many people need to hear this podcast? You prove me wrong. Think about that right now. Put your answer in the, in the comment section. How many people do you know personally that should be listening to this podcast? Everybody. So that's one of the things that has made me so successful is realizing, wait a minute, just because it looks like everybody is a coach doesn't mean that everybody is a coach and also does not mean that everybody has had a coach or has come across a coach. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know who Elon Musk is. There's a lot of people who don't know the president of the United States right now. You see, there's an abundance. There's plenty of things to go around. There's no end. There's no shortage of money. There's no shortage of clients. There's no shortage of opportunities. There is no shortage. Now, if you still want to use the word shortage, if there is a shortage, there's a shortage in people actually executing, showing up and being a product of what they teach. You see, for me, I actually live this. You're not listening to a guy who just bought a book and went on Google and got a, got a cer certificate, you know, and said, hey, I'm a life coach, everybody. No. I actually live this. I actually paid somebody a lot of money to learn and be mentored by. So, you know, for me, I'm thinking in my mind, abundance. Oh, yeah, there's not enough people doing what we are doing. We need more people, actually. Because there's just an infinite amount of people who need to hear this. See, that's the difference between someone who thinks from a place of lack and someone who thinks from a place of abundance. There's more than enough clients. There's more than enough customers. There's definitely more than enough money. Every time they say, oh, the economy is bad. Nobody has any money. But everybody's still spending money. Well, eggs are too expensive. People are still buying eggs. 
Well, the gas is too expensive. People are still buying gas. Like, we got to get out of this lack mentality. Well, there's not enough. Yeah, but when you say that, there's somebody else making it happen. What's the difference? Mindset. That's the difference. So if you're listening and you're a person who you've had this idea of maybe starting your own business, you know, and you're thinking, oh, well, people are already doing it. So, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. There is no competition. You have to understand that. I am not competing with any other coaches out there, and they're not competing with me because we can't compete with each other. Why? What are, what are, we, what are we competing on? In America, there's almost 400 million people who live here. What are we really competing on? You can't even, you can't even coach 400 million people. You can't even coach a million people. Right? Or the business, the idea that you have, could you support a million customers right now? Could you? Could you support a million customers in the next 30 days? No, you can't because you're not Apple and you're probably not Samsung or Target or Walmart who's been here for what, 100 years already? That's why, especially for the person who's listening and you're thinking about starting a business, you've got to drop the lack mentality. You want to fail in business? You want to lose your money? Uh, you want to experience a huge disappointment? Go in there thinking lack, and you will. You've got to see abundance. You've got to think abundance. There is more than enough. There's more than enough. Now, listen, let me go one step further, because I know that I got people watching that are supposed to be creating content on social media because you have some side project you're working on or you have some business idea and social media is a part of it. And I'm going to give you the uh, stats here. Now, what date is this? I want to make sure I give you the right information. Okay, so this is January, so it's January 2023. What is the total amount of people using social media? 5 billion. That means more than half of the population on earth is using social media. Facebook has 1 billion people actively using Facebook on a monthly basis. Now, the exact number, if I round it up, is 3 billion. YouTube is 2.5 billion. Instagram is 2 billion. TikTok is 1.2 billion. And according to this, Twitter is 600 million. I guess they couldn't give us the information for LinkedIn. But what's the bottom line? <laughs> Could your business really handle a billion people right now? No. No. So why are you thinking that you have to compete? Why are you thinking that, oh, well, it's too saturated? 
Is it really? Is it really too saturated on Facebook? There's 3 billion people on Facebook every month. Right? There's over a billion people on TikTok. Even the biggest influencers on TikTok still have not reached everybody that's on TikTok. They're not even close. Think about that. And I have to say that because I know I have people who watch. And one of the things you said that you were going to do was create content. You said you were going to upload videos. You said you're going to put your message out there. You said you're going to start this business. You said you were going to help people. But you're allowing a lack mentality to stop you from doing that. You got to get out of that. There are more than enough people who need to hear what you have to say. That's just the bottom line. That is just the bottom line. And it's only growing, guys. I mean, the time that you finally do put in the work to put your message out there, it's been going up. There's more people joining the platforms every single day. Why? Because the population in the world keeps increasing. So to think that there's not enough is ludicrous. Now, let's say I'm talking to someone, you're listening right now, and you're not going the entrepreneur route. You're not into content creation. You're not really trying to start a business. You just want to advance your career. You want to get a better job. You want to get a promotion. You got to get out of the lack mentality too. Oh, well, they don't have any positions open. These businesses can make a new position if they wanted to. They do it every single day. Well, there's not any jobs out there. Okay, let's, let's go to the numbers. Let's go to the numbers. Okay? You're going to love this. Now, how accurate these numbers are, you know, don't quote me on it. I would encourage you to do your own research, of course. But the principle is still the same. Now, I'm going to go straight to the government's website. So this is on uh, bls.gov, the Bureau of Labor statistics, right? On the last business day of January, the number of job openings in America, 11 million. That's only the ones that are reported, by the way, not the ones that are not reported. How many, think about how many opportunities that are out there that are not even being reported. That's why I said the population of America is 400 million because yes, on paper, there's 334 million, but really there's 400 million because there's undocumented people in America, right? There's unreported numbers. And they estimate there's somewhere around 60 to 80 million people who are not registered in America. So what's the point? The point is there's 11 million job openings and you're sitting there thinking there's not a job opportunity out there for you. Where are you getting that from? See, you're allowing the lack mentality to cloud your judgment. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. And how many people got hired in January? You want to hear that number? 6.4 million. 
6.4 million got new jobs in January. I'm going over these numbers for the logical and analytical people. Because logic, oh, you want to talk about a lack mentality, logic will cause you to have a lack mentality. You see, there's no shortage of job opportunities out there. There's a shortage of people who think this way, of course. That's why those opportunities are out there. You put in a couple of applications and then you say, oh, well, you know, nobody's hiring right now. Really? Really? Well, DeVore, you don't get it. I work in this particular industry. This industry, it's tough right now. Lack mentality. And in the worst economy, there are people becoming rich. In the worst economy, there are people who are doubling their income. In the worst economy, there are people getting the job of their dreams. What's your excuse? Mindset. That's what's happening. That's why lesson number one was what? Your success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. It's how you see things. It's your thinking around it that really makes the difference. And you could be thinking from a place of lack and scarcity. Really what's happening is you're thinking from a place of ignorance. That's what's happening. That's why I just gave you the facts. I gave you the numbers. So you can't sit there and say, oh, well, there's no job opportunities in my industry. Really? Have you looked at the numbers or are you just going off what you heard from somebody? There's no shortage of job opportunities. None. And vice versa, if you are a business owner and you're looking for talent and you're looking for people to join your team, there's no shortage. The people are out there. But what's your attitude about it? What's your mindset? If your mindset is, oh, well, there's not enough people. It's not going to happen. It's too hard. What are you going to get? You're setting yourself up to experience that. So I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you work for, some, for somebody, you know, it's all the same stuff. There's a difference between a lack mindset and an abundance mindset. The abundance mindset always wins. The lack mindset, those people lose because they restrict themselves. They limit their, themselves. I was, I was reading a quote one day that said, the only limitation is the ones that we impose on ourselves. And I believe that's true. The limitation is thinking from a place of ignorance. And that's what's really happening at an all-time high today. You see, people don't even have the habit of going and doing the research and looking at the numbers. They just take it for whatever what people say. So if they're on social media and they see this big post and it says, oh, uh, the job market is crashing right now. There's no jobs. They just accept it as fact. They don't even do research. They don't even look past that and say, well, that may be happening for those people, but for me, that's not. See, there's a difference between the mindset. My wife, she has her own business. She runs an e-commerce business. She earns anywhere between thirty to $50,000 a month uh, in her business. She also does shows in person at these, uh, what we would call them, vendor events. You may call them festivals or farmer's market or whatever. But it's these events where people show up in person. They set up a booth. People come out and they spend their money and it's all good. 
Well, I've seen time and time again, the business owners who have the long line, the business owners who are selling out, they have an abundance mindset. The business owners who are there, they're selling their products. Nobody's in line. There's, they don't have a weight. Nobody's really buying any product. They don't sell out. They have a lack mentality. Every time. Mindset really is the big difference maker. I may have some people who are into sports. You know mindset's everything. Mindset will always supersede talent. We've seen some of the most talented people in sports never accomplish anything. Why? Mindset. And, and you see their talent. You know, oh my God, if they would just get their mindset in order, they would become the greatest. They don't. They don't have the right mindset. And you see the people who do become the greatest. Why? It's their mindset. They've matched their mindset with the talent that they've been gifted. That's why we have a Michael Jordan. Or we had a Kobe Bryant. Right? Uh, we have Tiger Woods. Or we had a Tiger Woods. Right? There's so many individuals that we can go down the list. It's mindset. That's the difference maker. And especially in sports where they do compete, oh, mindset's even more important because it really doesn't matter how talented you are. If you're not in the right mindset, you'll get wiped off the floor. That's exactly what we see happen. That's what happened to Mike Tyson when he lost. He was in the wrong mindset. He got too comfortable. He stopped training. Showed up, got knocked out. Just watched a UFC fight over the weekend. It's all mindset. It's all mindset. So which mindset do you have? A lack mindset or an abundance mindset? What about your money situation? I don't have enough money. It's hard to earn money. Ugh, money is the root of all evil. That's what's in the subconscious mind, and that's how you behave, and that's why it keeps replaying over and over and over, and it's never going to stop until you truly do what? Change your mindset. You got to become an abundant person. You see, if you want to get over to the abundance in your life, you're going to have to apply that in all areas of your life. But that's not the way people are thinking. Right? So, guys, I can sit here all day and obviously go through the numbers with you. But honestly, you need to do it for yourself. You need to take some time and truly start to think, wow, what is my mindset based on? What is my actual thinking? Am I thinking from a place of lack or am I thinking from a place of abundance? Now, understand something. It only takes a question. 
you start to ask yourself questions like that, and you're going to see where you're at in the process. And understand something. Yes, you can change it. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. But that requires a committed decision to start thinking this way. It really does. You see, I grew up with a lack mentality around money because that's all that was pumped into my mind. Oh, we don't have enough money for that. Money don't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. I'm telling you, it ruins your life. You got to get out of that. You really have to get out of that. You got to start thinking from a place of abundance. There's more than enough money. There's more than enough job opportunities. There's more than enough customers. There's more than enough clients. The market is big enough for you. Yes, abundance. And this is in every aspect of our lives. People will be like, oh, well, there's, I'm, there's a particular doctor that I'm looking for. There's not enough of them. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Oh, well, the school, they have too many applications. It's mindset. It really is. It's mindset. Now, what's the third lesson? The third lesson is you have a paradigm that's controlling what you're doing. That's why you do the things that you do. Now, what is a paradigm? A paradigm is just a mental program that's in the subconscious mind, and it's controlling everything that you do. So what did I say? The body is an instrument of the mind. The body is the hardware. So what's the software system controlling the hardware? It's in the subconscious mind. It's called the paradigm. Why do your organs do what they do? Why, why is the blood pumped the way that it is? Why does your nervous system and muscles react the way that they do? They react that way and they operate that way because they're programmed to from the subconscious mind. Your body is an instrument of your mind. And what's controlling your behavior is your paradigm. The mental program that your parents installed in you as soon as you came out of the womb. First, they programmed you genetically. That's why you look the way that you do. And then you got programmed environmentally. Hey, Kim, thanks for joining I always love seeing you on here. And what we call that is a paradigm. Religion. Religion is a paradigm. It's a set of beliefs. It's a set of habits, a set of ideas. And it controls the way people see the world. Religion is a paradigm. Culture is a paradigm. Your culture may believe that this is how we do things. This is what's right and this is what's wrong. That's a paradigm. America has a paradigm. Africa has a paradigm. Europe has a paradigm. We all have a different way of doing things. It's called a paradigm. And most of the thing, if not all of it, that we're doing, we didn't even decide to do. It was passed down to us. It was passed down. So if we're going to get what we want in life, we're going to have to update the operating system. We're going to have to, you know, alter our paradigm. We're going to have to reprogram it. We're going to have to overwrite it. That's why 
when you try to do something and you only do it for a couple of days and then you stop, that's your paradigm doing that. You're not programmed to do it. It's not in your programming. So when you try to do something that's outside the comfort zone, uh, it's going to autocorrect. It's going to pull you back and you're going to go back to doing what you were doing previously. See, it's not just think positively. No, you got to understand what's going on inside of you. It's like there's two people living inside of you. It's your spiritual self and then it's the paradigm. The spiritual side of you is like, let's win today. We can do anything. Here's the, our dream. Here's what we really, we really want to do. Here's our love to the world. Here's our gratitude. The paradigm is like, no, no, that, that, that's not possible. You're not worthy of that. That's too hard. You're not smart enough. You can't do that. So if you take a step back, and I'd even write this down on a, on a sheet of paper. Write this down on a sheet of paper. Put a line down the middle. And on the left side, write the word paradigm. And on the right side, write the word spirit. Okay. And once you have that down, and I'm going to show it to you guys right now. Your spiritual self is always for growth, expansion, acceleration. The paradigm is for deceleration. It doesn't want to grow. It wants to stay the same. It wants to contract. And it contracts because it wants to go back to the way it's already been set. So look what I have here on my sheet. All right. And the paradigm is not all bad, by the way. There's a lot of great things, meaning some of you guys, you really take your health really seriously. You live in a healthy body. Your body looks amazing. It's because your program, your paradigm, that's the setting. Some of you guys are great with money. That's your paradigm. You're programmed that way. So when you go to change your mindset, the paradigm is going to be like, oh, wait a minute. You, you No, we, we can't do that. That's what I said. It's like you have two people living inside of you. You got your spiritual self. That's all for expansion. It's all about growth. It's all about the dream in your mind and the love that you are. The paradigm, on the other hand, is like, well, listen, if we're not programmed to grow, we're not growing. Right? So we have to we have to understand that we didn't create the paradigm. Our parents did that. Why do you think that there's a newborn baby today? It's a female. And this toddler is now six months old. 
And the family's looking at the toddler and they're saying, hey, why does, why does she look like your grandmother? Why does she look like your great-grandmother? It's because we're programmed genetically. Not only do our genetics pass through different generations, but so do our beliefs. Why do you think people speak of generational trauma? It's beliefs passed down. You're already programmed to see it the way that your grandparents saw it. That's your paradigm. You see, the food that you're eating, paradigm. The religion that you practice, paradigm. The clothes that you wear, the music you listen to, it's programming. You're programmed to do those things. It's just like if you are from America, okay? And now listen to this. Let's say you're Caucasian, bright blue eyes, blonde hair, but you were born in China. You really think you speak the English language? You wouldn't. Or you were born in Thailand and you grew up in Thailand or you grew up in India. You would not, English would not be the first language. Just like if you took someone from Thailand or you took someone from China or you took someone from Malaysia or the Philippines or India or Africa and they were born here in America, English would be their first language. Paradigm. We're programmed. That's why you can see people with my skin color who live in Mexico, by the way. They don't speak English. They're programmed. People of my skin color, they live in Europe. They're programmed to speak that way. People who live in L.A. and people who live in New York, they're programmed. That's why, peop that's why everybody knows when you're from California. California speaks a certain way. We're programmed that way. You know when you're talking to someone from New York, they're programmed that way. You know when you're talking to someone from Alabama, they're programmed that way. That is an example of paradigms. That's why I said, not all of it is bad. It sounds like it, but it's not. There's some great things. The objective in life is to figure out, okay, I'm here today, and I want to go there in the future. What is it about my paradigm that I need to change? That's mindset again. Because I can't be the same person I am today. Because, see, if I was the person that would want what I want in the future, I'd already have it. If you don't have it, it's because you need to change your paradigm. That's what has to happen. It's like these athletes, right? When they first start out in their careers, they're athletic. They have all this energy. You know, they take more risk. And then as they get older, they got to change their paradigm. They got to train differently. Some of them, they have to re-create uh, their game. It's on record that Tiger Woods had to change his golf swing three times. And anyone watching who's ever played golf, you know how serious that is. It's just like NBA players. In the beginning, they're dunking all over the place. And then somewhere between their 30s, 
they got to change their paradigm. They got to change their game. They cannot continue to just walk up the court and try to dunk every time. They're going to tear their Achilles. They're going to tear their hamstring. So they got to alter their habits. It's just like parenting. A lot of you, your paradigm changed after one child. You started to realize, oh, wait a minute. We can't believe things like that anymore. We got to believe this. Oh, that habit that, I, that we used to do with our first child. Oh, yeah, we can't do that with the second child because that doesn't get us the results we want. You had to change your paradigm. That's why people say, well, my, my sister or my brother, we were raised by the same parents. Why are they so different from me? Because <laughs> your parents, they altered their paradigm. Because when they first had you, they were thinking a certain way. And after going through the experience with you and then they had a second child, they realized, oh, we can't do that again. It's a total shift. Now, another example of this is when you get into a car accident or you're a veteran and you have PTSD because you got blown up. Listen, your paradigm has shifted. You have different habits, different beliefs, different ideas instantly. So why do I love what I do? Because I know I can talk about this for the rest of my life, and this will always be a problem for every single person I come into contact with, including myself. Every single person has a paradigm. They have an operating system. It's already been set, and the chances are that when they attempt to do something that's outside their comfort zone, they attempt to go to the next level in their life, they're going to they're gonna hit a wall. And if that individual doesn't know what to do, which is what happens to most people, they're going to go back to doing what they were doing. That's why majority of people, they start off with all these big dreams and then they get to 70 years old and they don't have anything to show for it. They're barely even making it by. They're having to live off government assistance. They never shifted their paradigms. They've stayed the same. That's why you graduated high school. You've changed. But then when you go to your high school reunion, you walk in, you, 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 you know, you see the people you went to high school with, you're shaking your head like, God, man, you haven't changed a bit. You're right. They haven't. They've stayed the same. Their paradigm is in control. So begs the question, can you change your paradigm? Absolutely. People do it every single day. But if you're going to change your paradigm, you got to get your mindset in order. You see, when people are thinking from a place of lack, that's the paradigm talking. When people are thinking why they can't do something, that's their paradigm talking, not their spiritual self. I don't care what religion you practice. I'm of the belief that we are all spiritual beings. You honestly think God put us on this planet to live a life of lack? Absolutely not. There's infinite amount of planets. They can't even tell us the amount of planets that exist in the universe. They can't even tell us how big the universe is. And we're sitting here thinking, oh, uh, I, there, there's not enough. It's a mindset, guys. Let me give you one more example to be very thorough. Your paradigm operates the same way as your thermostat in your home. Now, me and my wife, 
we uh we like it cold. We don't mind if the house is at 63. Now, sometimes we like it warm at 73. Now, when we put the thermostat on 73 degrees for heat and we open the door because we actually have a sliding door in our room right now and that cold air comes in, what happens? The temperature of the room will drop from 73 degrees to, you know, 68 or something like that, right? And what happens? The thermostat starts to realize, oh, wait a minute. The house is no longer at 73, so let's turn the, the thermostat back on and autocorrect this. It's just like an autopilot system on an airplane. The turbulence is always going to knock the airplane off track, and then the autopilot is going to put it back on track. It's just like the SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets that they're launching into space. The gravity, the resistance, it knocks the rocket off track. And the computer system puts it back on track. That's why success isn't something that's by luck. Success happens by science. It's, it's, when you're sitting there, you're thinking, oh, well, that person's lucky. No, they're not. They're, they're following what the laws are. Like, for example, the law of cause and effect. What you give is what you're going to receive. When you're out there and you're half-assing your life, what are you going to get? Half-ass results. When you're thinking from a place of lack, what are you going to get? More lack. You're thinking from a place of abundance, what are you going to get? More abundance. Cause and effect. See, the cause, your paradigm. The effect is the results you're getting. So if you want to change the quality of your life, if you want to accomplish that goal you have for yourself, if you want to go for that new position or change careers or start that new business, you will need to change your paradigm. Because the chances are the way that you've been set, it's not in alignment with what you want to achieve. And how do you know that for sure? What do you believe in? What are your habits? What does your behavior show? Do you feel successful already? Do you feel like what you want to do in your life is natural? Do you have the habits of a successful business owner? All you got to do is look at yourself. Look at your behavior. Look at the way that you feel. Look at your results. That tells you what your paradigm is. If you're, if you're only earning $50,000 a year, that's your paradigm. That's why if you ask somebody, hey, how much money have you been earning for the last five years? More than likely, it's going to be the same. If you ask somebody, hey, what type of people do you hang around for the last five years? It's probably the same. Hey, what type of foods do you eat? For the last five years, it's probably been the same. That is an example of paradigms. Paradigms, they auto-correct. They're in control. So you have to understand mindset because that's what gives you the ability to override your paradigm and replace it. Now, I'll give you a great example of this. I used to drink milk. 
I used to eat eggs and dairy and bacon and meat and pork. I used to do all that. Then one day, five years ago, I shifted my paradigm. I no longer eat meat. I don't eat dairy. I'm a vegan. And I never have, since that point, ever had a thought to ever pick up another piece of meat again. Why? My paradigm changed. That's why. So you want to change your paradigm because that's what helps you live the life that you want. And that's why people, they start their New Year's resolutions off and they've already given up on them. It's March 8th. Majority of people have already quit because their paradigm auto-corrected. It started to realize, oh, wait a minute, you're trying to do something that we're not programmed to do. Okay, let's go back. See, if we're really going to make some things happen in our life, if we're really going to experience the growth that we desire, it's going to have to happen at the subconscious mind level. And that's where the paradigm is. There's no way to avoid that. You have to go through that. You have to. That's exactly what I had to go through in the military. And all the other millions of soldiers who joined the military. They show up and they got a particular paradigm. Their paradigm at that moment may be, hey, they walk slowly everywhere they go. They don't know how to say yes, sir, yes, ma'am. They don't work well with others. They're very ego-driven. They only care about themselves. That may be their paradigm because that's the way they grew up. But when they join the military, oh, they get a rude awakening. And that's what the military does. It changes paradigms. Over 60 days, that same individual... Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. They are a member of, of a team. They're now working with their battle buddies, right? They're now working with people. Entirely different person. They changed their paradigm. See, that's why you guys hear me all the time say, just getting a book and reading it, that's not going to do anything for you. You can have all the books on your shelf and still never get anything done. You can have all the knowledge in the world and still get nothing done. Why? Because your paradigm is in control. It's not what you know that dictates what you do. It's your paradigm that does that. And that's why I'll be teaching this for the rest of my life. Because I think it's the biggest problem in all of life. Mindset. You want to make more money in your business? Mindset. You want to improve the quality of your relationships? Mindset. You want to move on with your life and leave your past behind? Mindset. You want to improve your athletic performance? Mindset. You want to get a better job? Mindset. You want to get into real estate and expand your portfolio and make some serious money? Mindset. You want to improve the relationship with your children? Mindset. That's what it is. And I'm telling you, I'm not talking about mindset as far as, hey, just go buy this book and read it and that will solve your problem. No. I'm talking about altering your subconscious mind. The paradigm. That's what's in control. It's not the knowledge. That's why I said when I first started out on this show today, what did I say? Why is it that people who have no degree 
barely any education. They, they make all the, they can't even speak. They can't write, they can't read, but they're absolutely successful. Why is it that 83% of the millionaires in America are all self-made and only half of them have degrees? It's mindset. It's not knowledge. And why is it that somebody could have a lawyer and a doctor as a parent? They grow up and they become a doctor and they make all this money, but they're broke. They can't sustain a marriage to save their life. They have a terrible relationship with their children. They're absolutely, utterly upset and disappointed and unfulfilled. Why? Mindset. It's their paradigm. That's why. And I think now more than ever, we're waking up to this. See, the military, they've been on this for years already, decades. The military, the CIA, the FBI, this is, they know all this already. That's why they train the, the way that they do. Because they understand that in order to get someone to do what we need them to do, we're going to need to change their paradigm. We're going to have to break them down in the subconscious mind. We got people coming from all over the world, different religions, different habits, different belief systems, short, tall, medium, small, doesn't matter what it is. They know they got to change that person's programming. So it's nothing new. I just think that now more than ever, it's the information's out there. In fact, there's an abundance of information out there, but there's a shortage of people actually executing that information. And like I said, I'm not the guy that just went on Google and got a life coaching certificate and read a book and then now I'm a coach. No, I went to another expert. I paid them a good amount of money and I've studied and I've learned and I've had other coaches that I've worked with, uh, accountability partners, and I've been in this day in and day out. This is my life. And I'm telling you, it's not about buying another book. That's not going to be your solution. It's not about finding another hack. It's not about finding another shortcut. That's not going to be your solution. Your solution is a transformation, a renewing of your mind, a shift in your fundamental way of thinking, a change in your paradigms. That's what it's going to have to be. And I wish people would say that more often. But that's nor here nor there because that's why I do what I do. So whether you are a person who has read The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, it's a great spiritual book, by the way, or you've read Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, or you've read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Or maybe you've read this classic book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I can go on and on. And I'm telling you, they're all saying the same thing. All saying the exact same thing. 
If you're going to get the results you want in your life, you're going to have to change your mindset. You're going to have to change your fundamental way of thinking. Now, to wrap this up, and I'll get to your questions, I'm going to leave you guys with my favorite quote on this. And this is in Neville Goddard's book, The Power of Awareness, Chapter 3, The Power of Assumption. First, let's read this point. Your chief delusion is your conviction that there are other causes other than your own state of consciousness. What does chief delusion mean? Your primary lie, the primary lie that you buy into, is that the results you're getting in your life is because of something else out there. That's the biggest lie that people buy into. Why? Because they don't know. They're ignorant. They, they say, hey, it's the cops. It's the government. It's the system. It's my family. It's the economy right now. It's my job. They're, they are the ones that are controlling how much money I make. No, they're not. You control how much money you make. The biggest lie is your conviction that there are other causes than your own state of consciousness. And that's why, if I uh, scroll down here, this is on page 16. He says, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. Meaning, the fundamental way that you think. you got to go from a lack mentality to an abundance mentality. So when someone says, oh, we're in a recession. You're not thinking from a place of lack. You're thinking from abundance. Oh, well, what's the opportunities now? There's people always getting rich in a recession. There's always someone finding their dream house, their dream job, getting their dream car. You got to change your fundamental way of thinking. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. This is why I do this podcast. This is why I have the coaching business is because I spend every day pumping ideas into your mind. Because that's the only way you're going to start thinking differently. Now, if you become a client of mine, not only are you going to get these ideas, but I'm going to hold you accountable to executing on these ideas. Because that's how you override your paradigm, and that's how you replace it. Your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. you got to have a new paradigm. Because you think from your current paradigm. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. You see, if you're going to change your mindset, you got to have the burning desire to do so in the first place. You're not going to change your mindset because it sounds good. You're going to change your mindset because you're looking to avoid the pain of regret. You're looking to change your mindset because there's something you truly desire. You want something bad. You're not going to change your mindset just because it sounds good on social media and you're inspired by a bunch of quotes. That ain't going to happen. Your paradigm is stronger than you think. So the first step in the renewing of the mind, the first step in changing your mindset, the first step in changing your paradigm is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. You do that by desiring to be other than what you are and you start to create the ideal of the person you want to be 
and you assume that you are that person starting today. But to act like that person, even though the results aren't here, to act as if, to think from that place, to walk in the room and say, I am successful, but I just pulled up in my bicycle. I am wealthy, but to have your bank account overdrafted. Right? To, to, to say you have these healthy relationships, but you don't have any friends. To think that way, you're not going to do that because it sounds good. It's challenging. Only people who have a strong burning desire do that. The burning desire becomes stronger than their paradigm. It overrides it. See, the paradigm's like, you have no money, man. You're broke. Who do, who do you think you are? Right? Oh, man. You know, the, the, the economy is bad right now. What do you think you're doing? You're not going to make any money in this economy. Everybody and their mom is a coach. Why do you want to be a coach? You're not going to be successful. That's the paradigm talking. So you got to feed this burning desire that you have. You got to stop. You got to start operating from your spiritual side. That's who you really are. The spiritual being, which is who you are, that's the person who wants to grow, who wants to expand, who has the dreams and the ideas and the fantasies. That's what you need to be feeding your mind. That's what you need to be giving your attention to. Now, let me read one more thing to you. He says, remember that the time it takes, your goal, your assumption, this new life you want to live to become a reality is proportionate to the naturalness of being it. You see, there's levels. Level number one, you may not even feel confident. Oh, this isn't going to work out. Level number two, you start feeling, you know what? Maybe there's something to this. Maybe I can get there. Level number three, you start feeling like, oh, yeah, this will happen. Level number four, you're like, oh, it's already happened. See, there's levels to our consciousness, and there's an infinite amount of levels. Same thing with our emotions. If we're going to accomplish the things we want to accomplish, we got to start being that person today. And it doesn't matter where you start. You may be that person right now that doesn't believe. That's okay. That doesn't mean don't try. That doesn't mean don't make a commitment on this. That means you have to develop the belief. That means you're going to have to override your current belief system and replace it with new beliefs. And that's why I said, you're not going to do it for fun. You're not going to do it because it sounds good. You're going to do it because you have a burning desire. You want to avoid the pain of regret or you really want something bad. That's the only way it's going to happen. You're not going to happen just because this is great information. Right? Great information. That doesn't change anybody's behavior. I hear that all the time. Oh, that was great. That's that's a great book. What's the next book, Devori? You know what? Oh, that was an amazing quote. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything unless you become it, unless you act on it. And you start living your life that way. That's why we all know this when it comes to health. It's a lifestyle. 
It's not a temporary fix. When you go on a diet, what's the biggest mistake? People do it temporarily. That's why they go back to the same weight again. It's a change in the mindset, the lifestyle, the belief system, how you show up. That's what mindset's all about. That's why I said the biggest problem in this world is ignorance. We have never been taught that the results we're getting in our life is based on our paradigms, our subconscious mind, the way we've been programmed. That's why you could take a, a, uh, a, a baby, blue eyes, blonde hair, place them in China. They never speak the English language. They probably wouldn't even be a Christian. You could take a baby from China, you could put them in New York, and they'd grow up and they, they speak like they're from Brooklyn. You could take someone from L.A., you could take someone from New York, you could take someone from Alabama, sit them at a table, and you know they're all going to sound different. Why? Because they're programmed that way. We are products of our environments. And so if we plan on getting to where we want to go in life, we're going to need to change our programming. That's what mindset is all about. That's what it's all about. The paradigm is a mental program inside your subconscious mind, and it's controlling everything that you do. Just because you have more knowledge, just because you buy more books, just because you buy the newest and the latest book, that everybody is saying to get, and you're listening to more podcast episodes, and you're gathering more information, that doesn't mean you're going to do it. In fact, you probably won't. Why? Because you don't operate based on knowledge. You operate based on your paradigm. You're programmed to do the things you're doing. You do them out of habit. And the school system did not teach us how to take what's in this book and turn it into a habit. That's They didn't teach us that. They taught us how to take what's in this book and memorize it, but they didn't teach us how to take what's in this book and execute on it in our lives. That's why if you want to talk about an epidemic or a pandemic, it's a lack of people executing on the ideas they already have. That's the issue. The issue is not that people don't know or don't have the knowledge. Generally speaking, people know what they should be doing differently. They just don't get around to doing it. Why? Their paradigm is in control. The subconscious mind. Your body is an instrument of your mind, not the other way around. And part of your mind, it operates like a computer system. It operates like the thermostat in your house. It's already set. It's already programmed. So your body is just executing what the program is. That's all it's doing. So when you wonder why your children are doing what they keep doing and you keep saying, don't you know better? And they're going to say, yes, I know better. And you're going to say, well, why do you keep doing that? And they're going to say, oh, I don't know. They're doing it because they're programmed to do it. You programmed them to do that or their friends programmed them to do that, or the teacher or the pastor or their aunt or their uncle programmed them to do what they're doing. See, if you really want to understand paradigms, just look at your children. You could change their paradigm like that. Children, they can flip back and forth. 
They can go from having Fs to having As just like that. They can go from being depressed to being happy just like that. They can go from never cleaning their room to always cleaning the room just like that. Because they're not adults. They don't have any life experience. They only have a, a, a subconscious mind. They don't have the ability to reject. So it's easier to change the mind of a child because their paradigms are weak at that point. But to change the paradigm of an adult, see, the adult has to consent to that. These are the three lessons that you must learn if you really want to change your mindset. If you want to master your mindset so you can improve the quality of your life and accomplish goals and actually make the progress that you want to make and really wake up in the morning and feel happy naturally and not live with a bunch of guilt and shame and depression and anxiety and stress and looking for approval and instant gratification and validation from other people and you want to stop settling, you're going to have to change your mindset. You're going to have to change your paradigm. That's what we're talking about. Because you are programmed to do that. You want to change the amount of money that you're earning? You need to get out of the lack mentality into the abundance mentality. You were programmed with lack. That's why you do that. Yes, you can change it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's address your questions. Because I know we have a lot here. All right. How do you get your hair like that? Well, I was programmed with great genetics when it comes to hair. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I, uh, I take really good care of it. I'll be honest with you. I don't. Um, it's all natural. I don't put chemicals in my hair. That's for sure. Uh, let's see here. I'm a college dropout, a successful, more happy than the majority of my family. Exactly. Listen, we were just talking about paradigms, right? My wife makes more money than everybody in her family combined on a monthly basis, and she has no degree. But they all have degrees, and a lot of them are not happy. I find it draining to be around negative people with a bad mindset. Yeah, just don't go around. I'm learning to be better in my mindset. I was extremely abused and learning to not be a victim. Yeah, you're definitely not a victim. I'll tell you that right now. A, being a victim is a mentality. I know this very well because I used to think I was a victim. It's frustrating to be around people who aren't willing to work on their anxiety, grow, and heal. The thing about it is I don't really give my attention to people like that. If someone doesn't want to grow, if they don't want to get better, that's not my problem. I'm not going to get frustrated about it. That's on them.
Let's see if we have any questions. Kylie Marie Garcia. Oh my God, I'm a real estate agent. Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, Kylie. How many people say they're a real estate agent, but they're really not? They're not actually doing it. Yeah, the whole family needs to be on. Exactly. Listen, everything that I'm saying, like 95% of it is not my opinion. I'm just, listen, I've been reading this particular book for sure for the last few years a lot and applying it and studying it. You know, so it's not, yes, I'm, I'm delivering the message. Let me put it to you that way. And I'm sharing my life story. And I happen to be a person again. And I'm not trying to say this, I guess, to come off condescending or to discredit people who say they're a coach and they got a certificate off Google. No, I'm saying it to impress upon you that you're listening to someone who actually lived through this stuff. I'm not playing games here. This isn't about getting money for me. This is about changing lives because my life changed. I have every reason according to my childhood, to be a victim, to be broke and have no relationships and to be a bum. I really have all the reason to do that. But that's not who I am because I changed my mindset over time. Uh, let's see here. How do you manage family always sharing a lack mindset with you? I think abundantly, but they don't. I wouldn't give involved in it. I would change the topic, change the conversation, talk about something that's more enjoyable. You see, here's the other thing about mindset. Just because you have a great mindset, that doesn't mean you need to walk around and force people to adopt your mindset. I don't do that. If I'm around someone who I know has a lack mentality or negative mindset, that's not bothering me. I'll just change the conversation. Or I'll just let it go in one ear and out the other. I'm thinking about something else. I'm somewhere else in my imagination. See, that's, again, there's levels. You can get yourself to a point mentally where it doesn't really matter who you're around. They have no impact on you because you're in full control of yourself. The best thing to do, especially with family, the people that are closest to you, don't tell them to, to do anything. Just do it yourself and be the example. And someone is going to reach out and say, hey, can you tell me how you did that? How you improved your life? And maybe they won't. Doesn't matter because it's not about them. It's about you. Yeah. Family can be a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I, I believe. Uh, let's see here. Spend more time thinking about the future, what life could be like. Yep. Yeah, it's my mom. I can't help but share with her. This is feeling it fitness. She's supportive, but negative. Okay. So how are you supportive, but negative? Tell me how that works. Tell me how someone supports someone, but they're negative. Here's the thing when it comes to your goals in life, you shouldn't be sharing it with anybody except yourself and people who are doing the same or someone who's already done it. Just because you have these ambitions doesn't mean you have to share it with everybody. 
Why do we feel the need to share everything with people? Because we're looking for their approval. We're looking for their validation. But you don't need it. The dream in, in your mind is yours and yours only. The fact that you have that dream in your mind, that's validation enough. You wouldn't be able to accomplish it if you couldn't see it. The fact that you can't see it tells you that you can make it happen. But you don't need anybody's approval on that. The only approval you need is from yourself. The biggest cheerleader is yourself. The biggest supporter should be yourself. The one person who should understand is yourself. Now, if you don't follow what I'm saying, then you know what's going to happen? You're going to become your biggest hater. You're going to become your biggest enemy. Forest Fire 85, Bones Jones. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he dude, he walked in there looking like he was going to lose. This guy was not mentally prepared. His mindset was way off. What do you mean by letting go? Because I heard people saying, forget about it. You got to let the past go. That's what we mean. Why are you holding on to the past? What does the past have to do with today and moving forward? It has nothing unless you let it. Right? Should I allow... Let me give you guys a great example. Should I allow... The fact that my cousin molested me to impact my current marriage in a negative way. Should I allow that? Yes or no? Now, I know what your guys' answers are. It's going to be no. That's what I mean by letting it go. If you don't want your past to control you, you got to let it go. You got to move on. You got to let the dead bury the dead. It doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. This session is a huge wake-up call for me today. Thank you, Kylie. Um, what is it? Last name Hammond. Man, I feel like you're talking right to me. I am. <laughs> Let's see here. I really needed this accountability. Thank you, respect Don Sims. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so now you're asking Paradigm, can we speak to about myself? I'm not too sure what you're asking. I'm at a level two. I'm moving forward, but I personal accountable. Thank you in advance. Uh, let's see here. All right, here we go. Artman99 underscore writes, what about fear? The fear of change is real. Can you talk about it? Absolutely. Again, we've been programmed to believe that fear is a bad thing. Why? Go back to when you were a child. What happens every time you were doing something and your parents got scared? What did they do? They grabbed you and told you to stop. So what happens? You become programmed that every time you feel that feeling of fear, you should stop. Because that's what your parents did to you. Right? That's what happened. The problem is this. 
that obviously as a child, you should be scared of fire because if you don't know any better, you'll burn yourself up and die. We know this, but that doesn't mean that's what your mindset should be when you get older. You know about fire. You know to avoid it. That doesn't mean you need to be scared of it. Here's the other thing about fear. Fear is an amazing thing, actually. See, this is going back to mindset again. Fear is absolutely necessary for us to get to where we want to go. You know why? Because it's a feedback mechanism to tell you if you're outside your programming. Let's go back to the thermostat. You set your home at 73 degrees. You open up the sliding door. It's cold as heck outside. And the room starts to drop down to 68 degrees. Once it hits 68 degrees and the thermostat realizes the room is at 68 degrees, that's when the doubt, the worry, the fear, and the anxiety, it all, all hell breaks loose at one time. Because it's like, hey, you're, 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 you're not on program. You're outside of our setting here. And what's going to happen if you don't know what to do? You're going to stop and you're going to go backwards and you're going to go back to doing what you were doing. That is your paradigm auto-correcting your behavior to go back to the original setting. That's why I use the example of the thermostat. That's why I said fear is a great thing because it's telling you that you're outside your programming. You're doing something you've never done before. So instead of being, I guess, you know, taken aback by the fear, you should embrace the fear. You should walk towards the fear. You should accept it. And you should keep moving forward. You got to keep taking action. All right. Great question, by the way. What small activities, this is from Kylie, what small activities can you do daily to help exercise reprogramming your mindset? Great question. Uh, the first thing that you can do is use a journal. Now, this journal that I created, and I've been using this for years, has what? It's got my gratitude list here. Got my gratitude list here. On the other page is my goal, my purpose, my vision. And what I do is I write down in this every single day. And what I'm doing is what? I'm reprogramming my paradigm. Because I keep focusing on this. I get emotion involved in what I'm writing down. It's repetition. Repetition. So the first thing that you could be doing is writing down in the present tense in the form of an affirmation or in the form of gratitude what you want to happen. So, for example, let's say you're a person who gets angry really easily. And you react. I would write down the polar opposite every single day as a gratitude statement. I am so grateful now that I'm in control of myself and I always respond calmly. I'm so grateful that every day I'm in control of myself and I respond calmly. You keep saying that and you feel grateful for it. You know what's going to happen? Your subconscious mind is going to accept it. It will override your paradigm and replace it with that new idea. And what's going to happen? You're going to start seeing yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get mad at that. Whatever. It's a repetition. 
it's a small activity to write down a gratitude statement. There's nothing hard about it. I'm going to just keep it simple. I would just start there. 10 things that you're grateful for that you want and that you have. And I'd write it down every day and be very grateful for it. Feel the emotion of it. Farm Girl 11 writes, Devore, you're just what I needed to hear today. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, Mitzi underscore 7771 says, Blessings to you and your wife and your family. Thank you. Appreciate you. Gross underscore something. Do you offer coaching for mindset coaches? I've done a program, but I feel like there is a gap. Uh, absolutely. You can definitely, my wife has already told you, click on the link and schedule a call. Absolutely, you can. Let's see here. Uh, how do you change your mindset? Well, yeah. I'm not going to get into that right now. There was a, a prior podcast episode. Maybe that's what I'll do tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. I would recommend. Actually, I know what you should listen to. You You want to understand more of this. I would actually go to my YouTube channel which is where I host the podcast. And I would go to episode number. Oh, this is easy. Episode number 100. It's titled how to win the mental game in your head to succeed. It's episode number 100. It was uh, broadcasted on January 5th of this year. I would go over, go over to the YouTube channel Find episode number 100 and listen to it for the rest of the month. Edwin Contreras, 521. That's what I would do. Uh, let's see here. How can I stop procrastinating? You got to make decisions. So uh, Elena.zio, I would get the book Think and Grow Rich, chapter eight, and read the first two pages for the rest of the month. The reason why you're procrastinating is because you're very weak at making decisions. The solution is to strengthen your decision-making muscle. Decision-making means you move into action immediately. The reference on that, where you should study that, is in Think and Go Rich, Chapter 8, the first two pages. What was the three ways of changing your mindset? No, no, no. What are the three lessons you must learn if you want to master your mindset? Lesson number one is success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. It's not more knowledge. It's not more strategies. It's the way you think about things. Number two, there's a huge difference in a lack mindset and an abundance mindset. If you want to live a better life, you got to get over to the abundance mindset. And lesson number three is you have a paradigm that's controlling your behavior. Your body is an instrument of the mind. You must learn how to alter your paradigm. I'm trying to create content on LinkedIn. Was it difficult for you when you first started? When I first started getting on social media, uh, it was definitely a challenge. It was a challenge mentally. The mindset. That's why I said you got to have a burning desire. You, you, you've got to. You got to have a purpose on why you're going to do this. 
you know, just to get on social media and upload content just because it sounds good, that ain't enough. You got to have something that's going to be really pushing you. And for me, it was my purpose in life. I really have a strong desire to help people become successful. Come hell or high water, I'm going to be someone who is highly respected and highly known and sought after for doing that. That's what my purpose is all about, helping people succeed. And so you've got to find what your purpose is. That's why I have the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You guys can download that by going to the link in my bio. I constantly repeat that because that was the very first domino that fell for me. The triggering moment for me was discovering my purpose in life. I knew what I wanted to dedicate my life to doing. And once you accept that, once you know what that answer is for you, you'll have all the motivation in the world to alter your mindset. But you're not going to alter it just because it sounds good. You have to have an emotional reason. That's what I said, only two ways. Number one, you want to avoid the pain of regret. Or number two, you want something really bad. And for me, it was both of those. The pain of regret of not doing what I really wanted to do in my life and also the desire to help people. What would you recommend to shift your mindset in the financial industry? Um, I'm not too sure what you're asking. I think my wife's got it. I'll let her take care of it. Yeah. Now, let's see here. We're going to take two more questions, and then i got to get to another coaching call, by the way. Excuse me. Great for you, Raina Port. That's very smart of you. I get doubtful when telling my parents about a business idea. Now I've just been putting in the work and keeping my mouth shut. Exactly. How do you not allow negative energy to affect you in any way in a toxic work environment? You got to be somewhere else mentally. Don't focus on what everybody else is doing in your environment. Focus on yourself. Focus on where you want to be. Start seeing yourself in a job where it's not a toxic work environment. Start picturing yourself working with people where it's actually fun and you guys get along and it's great. Picture that in your mind. Do what I was just saying about the gratitude list. Write it down. I'm very grateful that I, I have a job and I work with people that I love. Write that down every day and I guarantee it's going to happen. I guarantee it will happen. Because it's all energy. It's an action reaction. When you start to become grateful for what you want, there's a reaction from that. You'll get an idea, an opportunity will sooner or later show up. Uh, let's see here. Do you have guided meditations to listen to overnight on YouTube? Nope, but that is absolutely the next thing I'm going to be bringing to my coaching is offering that on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, the mindset for the rest of, of today is to expect to have a great day. And remember, 
This is on the YouTube channel. So you guys can always go back and replay this and rewatch any episode. They're all labeled now. So you can go in there. It's a playlist and they're all titled. So if there's a particular problem that you're having, more than likely there's an episode on it. And so I would, I would go there and I would check them out and you can find that for the people on Facebook and TikTok. Just go to the link in my bio and, the, and it says, listen to Devore Darkens Live. That's a direct link to the podcast here on YouTube. Okay, we know what time it is. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.